Being a parent can be really challenging. It's normal to feel uncertain about whether you're doing the right things to raise healthy and happy children. That's why Child and Family Resource Network focuses on connecting pregnant parents and those with kids under the age of five with free support services to help them build confidence in their parenting journey. Everyone deserves to have someone they can turn to for support with parenting. Visit childandfamilyresourcenetwork.org today. This show is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network. Hello, you're listening to Agony Rants. I'm Gerald Farrelly. And I'm Neve Kavanagh. Welcome to our show. I, now, look, before this even starts, because I'm well aware that this week it's going to be, I did the podcast when we had COVID. Yeah, I know. You are the weaker of the two. I'm clearly, clearly the weaker of clearly the two. Clearly the weaker I of the two. I got, a, I swear to God, Neve, I, I'm so sick. I was like, if you filled a paper bag full of soup to the brim. That's what it was like. If I even moved, it was just spilling out of me. Oh, there's nothing worse. It was oh, it was on the brink of throwing up. Like, oh my! Oh. Do you know what? I was grand until I had to st- stand up. Oh, yeah. Like if I was sitting down, like just reading or whatever, I was absolutely grand. I felt as like soon that. As I moved, I felt that once after a Long Island iced tea. Oh right. <laughs> <laughs> but then I think I got drunk from the, like the legs up. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> that sometimes happens. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, you know, like like you can dance all night. You can recreate every Britney Spears dance routine. But like, should you try to even get into a taxi? It's like no, no you'd crawl. Unfortunately, no. no it's uh, nothing. Nothing is uh, as cooperating. I, I was so, like, I couldn't believe it. And it's been a long time since I've had to go to the doctor with a tummy bug. But I had to do the gigs. Like I had, like with there were shows. There was book. work that needed to be done. I know. And your and your cohort here, who's so supportive. Your your like your mentor, your mammy. Fact off to Donegal and left you do it. Yeah, is there anything I can do? <laughs> Unfortunately, I don't have the means to, but I would do okay. I, I Consider me an emotional support was yeah. essentially what I got from you. <laughs> You'll get through this and I'm here for you. Don't call me a medical coverage. <laughs> Take a couple of Rennie. Imodium. No, no. I, do you know what I didn't realise as well? It's because because I was from down here and we were, I was up north. Yes. The, like the NHS wonderful up there. Oh, amazing. But if you're not in the NHS, like doctors are expensive. Like I had to get two injections on my bum. They were 100 quid each. 100 pounds. 100 pounds each. Yeah, and the rate's the rate's bad for you. Yeah, and she got to see my bum as well. I was oh, like, I'm sure you're charging think, people 100 quid that have a much worse bum than this. I know. You should definitely have uh, charged her for like, <laughs> <laughs> for that experience. I, like, yeah. I hope you're declaring this for benefit and kind. <laughs> well. I was so sick. Oh, poor pet. It was awful, yeah. It was you really look bad. all right today, although I feel like I want to inject you myself, you know, because you're a little bit like. I had a Baraka. <laughs> Did you want to watch Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, you know what I always say about Baraka was that if I was backstage at a Doors concert in the 70s, I would have said, Jim, <laughs> Baraka. I, know, I know you're on the cocaine, but would you try a Baraka? <laughs> It does it's it for the me. same buzz and you'll have lovely glossy hair. And much cheaper. Yeah. See? <laughs> Very economic. Like, gram for gram. Yeah. <laughs> Heroin and Baraka. <laughs> Baraka comes out quite well. Yeah, and less likely to be, you know, arrested. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Do you know, there's so many, so you many benefits. for copper. Plus, if your dog takes it by accident, it's, you know, it's only the more lively dog rather than <laughs> a dead dog. That took a really yeah. dark turn, Neve. <laughs> Thank you. 
week, this week. Uh, we are talking about our worst dates, oh. right? Because, um, honest to God, like when we did a shout out for people, like people have horrific dates. I know they do. And do you know what? I think it's because I haven't been dating in so long. I know. That I've actually forgotten what a bloodbath it is. <laughs> And the terms are very technical now. I don't understand the whole process. I will say this, right? I've been rubbish about dating my whole life because yeah. I never really dated. And I know this sounds weird. I'm a serial monogamist, basically. And okay, what happens yeah. to you me... You lock it down. What happens to me is I don't get asked out on dates. I've, I have gone on a couple, but I don't get asked on dates. I basically stand in front of people to bully them into going somewhere with me, usually coercing them in some sort of situation. Nobody ever actually asked me out on dates, except my husband, actually, my current husband, as we say. Um, he, he basically... <laughs> my first husband. My, my current husband. Uh, he, um, he basically was the first person ever to actually go would you like to go out for dinner or whatever I never got that kind of you know you see it in movies like people actually yeah. ask, and I said that, that's not real basically you either got off with them at a dance or you uh, you know you basically <laughs> or else like I do I just stand in front of them until they go well, I suppose you yeah. can come with us like <laughs> <We're> still, <yeah. laughs> I might as well while you're here a bird in the hand <laughs> no no people do people, well part of that was because people just didn't see me that way but it's just like a really funny kind of weird thing yeah, and also the concept of dating now that like you can just be non-exclusive. That's a bit weird, isn't it? Oh, it's brilliant. I, I like. I have to say now, if I was, if I ever did find myself in the dating market again, I'd never be exclusive again. Ever? No, wouldn't be bothered. Mm, okay. No, it's a, like I just think. Do you know what relationships are built on that I just don't think works? Compromise. <laughs> <laughs> I just think it's overrated. <laughs> Do you not think so? I know, as I get older, I have to say, I will agree with that. Yeah, I'm just like... <laughs> I've already made all the... Com I have made all the compromises I'm going to make. And then you suddenly find yourself... <laughs> you, you kind of feel you're at this stage, like you're going, well, actually, what have I got to lose? You're not going to find anyone better than me at this point. So good luck to you. I'm now going to throw back in all the things <laughs> that I can't be arse changing. And you know, the funny part of it is actually... When you say that, I go, oh, I can't believe you're saying that. But actually, I am very much of the opinion I'm not going to break another one in because I haven't actually broken this one at all. <laughs> <laughs> the, the great illusion is that you can break a man in. Yeah, or a woman. Yeah, or change them. No, yeah, I mean, you, you, you absolutely can't. What it is, is them just wearing you down. I know, it is very true. You yeah. just go and I have to say the thing about my partner is he's been always very clear about that. Yeah. <laughs> There's something like, admirable about he's that. He's not changing. No. <laughs> Funny enough, I'm actually married to a man very similar. I actually, I remember when we moved in together. Well, when he moved into to my place, I've been living there for five years. Mm -hmm. That must I, have been I, a big I, change, actually. Oh my God, it was horrendous. <laughs> like it was absolutely, it's su such a shell shock. Like, <laughs> because I, um, like I, I remember the first thing that I said, the only thing I said, okay. I was like, I don't care what you do here, right? But this is my spot on the couch. <gasps> he didn't try to take your spot. I've never, like, I think that was actually, the, I don't think he ever had any interest in sitting in that spot on the couch until I said that that's where I like to sit. And I don't think I've sat in it since. Crowed. I know. I mean, do you know what I have to say? <laughs> Fair play to him. <laughs> I mean. You need yeah, a man. You yeah. need a man that manages you. So clearly he is the man. <laughs> I have to say I admire it. <laughs> I do. Whilst hating it. Yeah, I mean, 100%. But. You have to admire the gumption <laughs> of the dedication somebody of that will repeatedly offend, be repeatedly punished, yeah. silent treatment, you name it. Like. I'm not sure. You see, that was like a dare when you said that. I, I'm yeah. very much, I'm very it much. Was, essentially, it was 
me saying where I like to sit for him that was target identified. It's <laughs> <laughs> like so, found my new Did speech. you learn anything about that? Like maybe you know keep things to yourself. No, don't share. No, listen. Have no communication no. in the relationship. <laughs> this is my method. I suggest something and make them either a think it was their decision, or b. Whatever you do, don't do that. And if they're of the mind that they're going to do it, do the thing that you don't want them to do, that you want them to do. Do See, you not do I've that? I've always found manipulation to be very complicated. <laughs> I have. I, I'm not good. You're the queen of manipulation. I You're am. At it. I am. Whereas I, I... I will openly admit, I understand the art of manipulation. Oh, you do? Like nobody else I've ever known. And even sometimes you will... You uh, Sometimes I'll see it happen. Like, oh, that was very skillful, but it's probably a coincidence. And then afterwards she'd be like, nah. see what I did there. But <laughs> what's interesting... You understand I'll never be able to use this skill again. <laughs> what are you talking about? I think about? it's good. I think it's good for the country. Yeah, I know. <laughs> that we neutralise this. What's your worst day? My worst day story. It was... Like, do you know what annoys me most about this, right? <clears throat> I 100% was right at the start. Oh. And it was one of those situations where you get like railroaded into something. Okay. And it was. One of my friends, she set me up on a blind date. Right. With somebody. Uh, and the guy's name was Daniel. Okay. Right. Now, I I had seen Daniel once at like a, a party. I think it was like somebody's 21st or something. Okay. So did you and make the mistake of going, he's all right? No. Oh my God. Not at all. Okay. Like, I mean, we spoke <laughs> to each other once and then... The, the like the mutual friend was like, oh my God, I just think he's would be great together. Up there. And I was like, no, like not my bag what, at all. Oh Like God. absolutely not. And do they not and listen? I, no, but what happened was I got talked into it. Like you need to give people a chance and blah, 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 blah. Oh, like it was like, your fault. I was about like 27, 28 maybe. Okay, so they were thinking you're, they were seeing the shelf you were going to go on. Yeah, yeah, you exactly. Know? <laughs> <laughs> they were measuring you up for the shelf. <laughs> yeah, you're going nice there beside the clock. Yeah, um, yeah I've been that soldier. But they were... Yeah, and and she was like, oh, you should go and like, don't have preconceived notions of people and just because someone's not your type and blah, 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 right? So I was like, fine, okay, maybe I should do all of those things, right? Um, And like the other thing that was, I mean, I'm nervous of people like this, but he was also, he was a, he was a minister. Of what? Jesus. Of sound? <laughs> <laughs> no, I think he was like he was like some sort of I don't like, oh, like a Christian minister. Yeah, something like that. Oh, okay. Was yeah. it like one of these home ministries? Something like yeah. Okay. I, I think it was like you know. Okay, so so many red flags, so many. Go yeah, on, from anyway. the College of the Internet or something. Yeah, <laughs> but like, <laughs> so I went. I went to meet him, mm. and then he showed up. Right, I I'd, I was there about like fifteen minutes before him because mm-hmm. it was early. I ordered <laughs> a flapjack and a, like flapjack. Anyway, and a coffee, right? So was the flapjack indicative? The, the flapjack was gone. How exciting you were. That's, yeah, that was the level of excitement okay, that you expected. Okay. The flapjack was gone. He arrived. And the first thing he said to me was like, I got to be honest, you're not my type at all. And I was like, what? And he's like, yeah, I'm just in this because like the girl, uh, our friend, she said, you know, we'd be good match. But I, I just, I don't find you attractive at all. I'm not attracted to you. Um uh, and I just don't think that we get on. Like he, he he treated me like I'd said something that really offended him. And I was just like, and oh, do you know what the worst part of it was? At the end of it, of his like, him sitting down and going, I'm not interested in you. Mm-hmm. Uh, he said, but I will, I'll pay for your coffee. <laughs> Condescend him much? I know. And do you know what I said? The worst part was, all I could think to say was, I also had a flapjack. But to be fair, he only voiced everything that was going on in your inner monologue. 
Completely. Well, two <laughs> so you're points, offended because like, he got it in first. Are you? <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, completely. Anyway. If I just said that first, I would have been frank. I would have been frank and, <laughs> and honest, honest and upfront. But he said it first, so he's rude. <laughs> I mean, I, looking back now, I really must have been a tragic case. Like a pity date? Yeah, that's exactly. You, I'll never believe you know that what? of I'm you, Grode. I'm actually going to Google him now. Grode. I'm, I, the more, I'm actually annoyed. I've unprocessed anger towards him. I'm, I'm going to actually find Daniel and burn down his church. <laughs> I'm going to tell you now, 100%. 100% regret is his middle name now. That's it. Jesus is literally the only man that could have loved that prick. <laughs> My worst date. Your worst date, Neve. Go on. Now, as I, I always find this said, hard to believe, right? Because, like, I have to say now, National Treasure, like, it, people, twenty-five years, Neve was hot. Oh, thank you, like, darling. N- like, 25-year-old Neve was hot. <laughs> yeah, but she was dressed like a 40-year-old Neve because when I went back to Eurovision at 42, everybody thought yeah. I, I looked younger, right? Anyway. You were very much one for a tweed suit now back in the day. <laughs> to I'm be saying. fair, I didn't wear tweed suits all the time. That was for the video. No giving a tweed. <laughs> no, darling. Okay, it was lovely. Um, but anyway, the thing is, I just was, I think because I spend a lot of time around men, this sounds very, I need to put this in context very quickly, because I gigged with a lot of men, but even growing up, there were no girls my age on my estate. And so therefore I ended up, you know, kind of hanging with boys. So boys were no mystery to me. As a matter of fact, they weren't a great lure at times, you know, because you, you just knew there was no mystery going on there. Even though I come from a house full of girls, I was very well versed with the, and so I was kind of that whole you know, uh, just one of the lads. And so I never really got out asked on dates. So usually what, when I fancied someone, it was quite a weird dance that we used to have to go on. So anyway, this fella, I fancied him for quite a while and I kept appearing places where he was because I'm just as manipulative as that. And I go in and we were kind of doing the dance around each other a bit. I got the vibe that he was kind into me and vice versa. But of course, I also am a dreamer and therefore created all these scenarios in my head that we had had this raging um, unrequited love going on. I'm sure that wasn't actually going on in his head. He was probably thinking about football or something. <laughs> and uh, anyway, so uh, the end of this, we were at this thing one afternoon and kind of into the evening we were both at the same event and um, basically I went and stood in front of him now I got to know him I didn't just randomly go up and stand in front of him but we kind of had talked a good few times we had a lot in common and I stood in front of him until he basically went I'm just going to get something to eat do you want to go <laughs> so I said yes first day I do <laughs> I do <laughs> I was like a step away from that. Maybe that's why I didn't get asked on a lot of dates now that I look at it. We're learning a bit about ourselves today, right? So so anyway, I stand in front of him and I said, oh yes, of course, it'd be wonderful. I said, uh, uh, he says, um, yeah. And I, I said, I have a car and so, oh great. He says, I've got road frontage. I was, I was totally bit making the big sell. Anyway, so I'm beside myself. This is months of wanting to get off with this fella. Anyway, so uh, I, we get in the car and the next thing he says hold on a second and then two of his friends got in the back seats <gasps> right and the, the, now I knew three the, men in the micro I'm telling you <laughs> so anyway he's in the these two guys now I knew them so I thought maybe we're just dropping them off on the way uh, but no it turns out we ended up going back to their house and he says I'll just I need to go in here to collect something I said oh Grant says I um, I'll just wait here because I don't really know these people I'm not going to randomly go into you know 
I'm not stupid. I'm not going to wander in and randomly spend, you know, time in a house with three people that I'm not that sure about. So anyway, the next thing, the three of them arrive back out and get in the car. This is about 20 minutes later. I'm committed. He's a good looking fella. Can't wait to get my hands on him. I'm thinking this could be good. Yes. You know, we've had lovely conversations. Of course. Bit of vibe off the looks and all that sort of stuff. That's great because I'm a bit like that when I'm into you, I'm into you. Like So anyway, I'm driving along <laughs> and we go to this pizza place uh, where the boys proceed to eat um, I don't know about four or five pizzas between the three of them and you know the styrofoam cups yeah. that you used to get your coffee in filled with garlic mayonnaise about eight oh. of them right so clearly these boys had had a little smoke or something <gasps> on the the 20 minutes and so I'm going what on earth this is what are you doing and you're sitting there and they're having a conversation that I can't even get involved in right and I'm like going okay oh Neve. yeah and I, I was thinking what is wrong with you just go home and then but I felt I didn't know how to extricate myself from the situation so we got finished anyway and the two boys went off and I said to him right well I'm just probably going to head home we weren't far from where he lived, so I said, I'll throw you off and then we'll go off. And I thought to myself, well, if nothing else, I'm going to get something from this. <laughs> so I let him kiss me, right? <clears throat> garlic mayonnaise and all. And I'm not a big garlic mayonnaise to, person. Yeah. I fucking hate. I love garlic in many things, but not in that. Uh, and I thought, well, he's a good kisser, so I might give him another shot. Okay. <laughs> that wasn't a date, to be fair. And I did force a that you know, I forced that situation. Well, yeah, you made it. I mean, you were. You, you were you <laughs> I had to take my responsibility <laughs> in this. Like, <laughs> I mean, it was more an Uber than it was a date. <laughs> anyway, so how about our gang? We we did a shout out on social media to find out about uh, your worst dates, and oh my god, oh my god, <laughs> we had some humdingers. Yeah, we started, uh, the first one we got was from Maria. My worst date was on the fourth date with a guy. We went for dinner and then for drinks. As the night went on, I could tell he couldn't really hold his drink. Disaster. He insisted on holding my coat and then went to the bar to order more drinks for us. He got chatting to a girl at the bar. Oh my God. What? Bearing in mind, I was two feet away from the bar so I could see everything. Began flirting with her and completely forgot about me. I didn't want to give him the satisfaction, so decided to go to the bathroom. When I came back to the bar, he was gone. Wouldn't answer my texts or calls. Oh my God. Had to end up walking home in the rain by myself as I couldn't get a taxi. And he ran off with the coat. The next day, he blamed it on me and said I left him. Oh my God. But the following day, he had changed his tune. He left a voice note apologising for going home with the girl and how drink doesn't suit him. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Do you think? Yeah. I'd say the coat didn't yeah. suit him either. Being a dickhead. <laughs> uh, oh, that and that he had no idea what he had done with my coat. You couldn't make it up. And listen, Maria, you know, I would be mourning the loss of that coat more than that bloke. <laughs> yeah, totally. Listen, a good coat will never let you down. Uh, never, never. I did have a situation like that once where I went on a date uh, oh. with somebody who got really drunk. And then I was kind of like, yeah, I'm going to go. <laughs> Yeah, I'm just going to leave. And he was like, no, 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 we'll go. We'll, we'll, we'll have a few drinks. And then then the place turned into like a, a kind of, like the music got really loud. Oh. So he was just standing there really drunk and I was just like. This does nothing for me. So what films do you like? And, then, <laughs> and he would just look at me and say, what films do you like? <laughs> then he would just look at me and he'd just nod. I was like, yeah, I'm out of here. <laughs> so okay. next one is from Tynan Hooper. I know Tynan. Yeah, oh. Cause, and, and it's very obvious from the first sentence because he says, Hey, lovely Garode and stunning Neve. 
See, see. There's very much a scale there. <laughs> Firstly, thanks for all the belly laughs. Loving the show. My worst date has to be with this lad who I'd been talking to for weeks online. Lovely. And we finally agreed to meet for early evening drinks and some food in town one evening. Sounds very exotic. Definitely better than I would. Uh, he kept saying he was nervous, but I didn't really realise until we met. Firstly, he couldn't even look me in the eye when we met outside the pub, okay, and looked everywhere except at me. But when we got to the bar, he ordered a pint of milk. I, that, game over. Well, I'm gone. I'm, I'm, I'm already at the bus what stop. What kind of bar are we at? Are we at the milk bar? Uh, I was a bit confused, but he quickly explained that he wanted milk to settle his tummy. Oh, bless him. It was the nerves, he kept saying. So he called me every name, bar my own, in the following 10 minutes. My goodness, you have the staying power that I have, uh, Tynan. Uh, John, Frank, Aidan, Simon. Until it came, it all came abruptly to an end when he projectile vomited mid-sentence across <sighs> the table and all over me and my plate of food. He ran crying from the bar, never to be heard from again. Oh my God, Tynan. Oh my God. <laughs> so many things. God I'm, bless him. I'm no. going to be honest, yeah. right? I'm going to be honest, Tynan. 100% your fault. Ah. Like, absolutely his fault. You go and someone orders a pint of milk from the bar. Leave. No, listen. Enough. That's, that's grand. But fair play, you gave the man a chance and he vomited on you. That's what you get for giving people chances. Fair play to you. But the problem for you now, you are clearly too attractive for this man. <laughs> yeah, that must have been it. <laughs> that's it. That's uh, Clearly that is what occurred here. He was so overwhelmed. Like this, he sounds like he's somebody in the midst of a nervous breakdown, the poor man. Now, he obviously had a tummy bug. And I have to say, tummy bugs. <laughs> that could have been you last They're week. They're very difficult. You wouldn't drink milk if you felt sick though. It's the last thing I drink. Do you know what's brilliant? What? Absolutely Baraka. brilliant if you're not... <laughs> Are we going to get I won't hear a word against <laughs> us. One or a go word on, against Brock. Uh, if you, if you're nauseous and sick, tummy, a can of coke. I swear to God, Full it'll fat? turn you around. Full fat, proper fat coke. Because it like. Do you not just burp all the time after it? Yeah, but it'll murder whatever's in your stomach. <laughs> like it'll absolutely <laughs> well, like any bacteria is dead. It takes it but takes it like takes all the dirt also, off. Also, and then you get a little bit of a pep from the sugar as well. I'm always curious how people like how does the rest of the night go for Tynan? Well, like, I mean, if, I you're, suspect if, you're, if you're covered and sick and in a restaurant, yeah. like, I, at, I suspect you go home. Like, at some point, <laughs> yeah, I know, but there's that, like, <laughs> what makes the night fascinating is there's so much more to do before you go home. Like, he's got he's to put his coat on, he's, he's got to decide if he's going to put his coat on, he's got he's to figure out how he's going to get home. Pay a bill covered in sick. <laughs> Because I, I do you assume. tip in that situation? I, I assume your man didn't pay for his pint of milk. <laughs> how much is a pint of milk in a bar now? You know what I mean? Oh, my God. I'm sorry. I'm so Tynan, sorry about that. Yeah, you definitely won there. I mean, I hope. <laughs> I don't feel so bad about the garlic mayonnaise now. At least I got a decent like, kiss at the end of the night. <laughs> this, what, I think Tynan's story really puts into perspective the next one that we have, which okay. is Aaron. Now, poor Aaron. I I suspect Aaron might be very young, yeah. and very innocent, and probably a little <laughs> bit like <laughs> everything has been rosy in the garden for Aaron. Okay, because he said, "Is there ever a bad date, though?" Oh, bless Aaron. A bad Aaron. date, though, is just a really good story to tell. Yeah. But you have to survive it first. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'd, be curious, I'd be curious, did he ever contact... Tiny, let us know, right? Right. Did he ever contact you again? Did you ever have any contact with Like, him I mean, surely... Like, well, he says never to be heard from again. Oh, so never to be heard not. from again. Yeah. Let's do, do an Agony Rance Investigates. Garrod will do a deep dive. He's a man for doing the deep dive. I have to say, I love a deep dive. Oh. I do love a deep dive. And that's the one thing I miss <laughs> about dating. Doing the deep dive? Yeah, like you do like a full-blown... 
you know, okay. Nancy Drew on the person before you meet them. Okay, so and then you're trying to like, when you're when you're having the conversation, you, you've you got stuff prepared for the stuff that you already know about them because you've stalked them on Facebook. But you are also trying not to let slip a piece of information that they haven't given you. Wow. Wow. I mean, look, I put the work in, Niamh. You, <laughs> like, you cannot be ever thought of not putting the work in. My life is so different. Uh, to be fair, I haven't dated in a long time. But my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. No. Well, I mean... Where's look, the mystery? <laughs> Come on. Look. Peeling off the layers of an onion. Aaron is somebody that <laughs> believes in mystery. Aaron never I, loses. Aaron, in another 10 years, I want, I want a message from you. <laughs> in 10 years time, Aaron, I want a message to tell you, to tell us what you think of dating and bad dates. Never loses. And lose I guarantee it. you things will be very different. Aaron, Aaron, don't listen to him, Never right? lose your Always keep your Pollyanna. That's what I say to you. <laughs> Uh, Rebecca says I was dating a guy for a couple of weeks and he asked if I wanted to come back to his I said yes Ooh, well done Rebecca, Rebecca. Re- yeah didn't even finish your drink I'd say <laughs> <Just> like, <laughs> yeah go, go, go. bye coat let's go <laughs> did you drive Rebecca yeah I've had a wax <laughs> boom <laughs> uh, I, I I knew where he lived there's a woman after me on house uh I knew where he lived and when we got in in a taxi he said another part of town which I thought was weird. Mm. When we arrived he said we were at his mother's house because he had flatmates and shared a room. Look, Rebecca, you don't, <laughs> so don't many date red a man flags. that shares a room. Okay? So <laughs> many red flags. Aim higher. Uh, it was 1am and I thought it was a bit weird but went along with it. <laughs> <laughs> Rebecca yeah, Rebecca is just game ball <laughs> Rebecca went out with a plan and it's, she's putting it in motion no matter what happens I recognise I recognise that energy <laughs> I thought he had a key he didn't he rang and banged on the door oh to wake God. her up right now this, we're at a, she's at we're at his, his mother's, mother's house, house. Yeah. <laughs> he rang and banged on the door to wake her up and she came down and was very surprised to see us <laughs> surprise as you would be uh, he went in and she insisted on making up a, a cup of tea <laughs> One o'clock in the morning. Uh, I got a really weird vibe from them and it turns out they hadn't spoken for almost three years. Oh, that's hilarious. That is hilarious. Who Rebecca, are these men? Um, sorry, the second he put in the wrong address, as in the wrong part of town, I'd have been thinking psycho no, killer. The weird thing about this is, right? Right. Okay, clearly Rebecca, one thing is, is he clearly wanted like... He was clearly hot for Rebecca because he was like, oh, where can we do this? I know my estranged mother. <laughs> we'll have a room. She'll have a, she'll have a spare room. And, and because I'm not talking to her, it'll be quiet. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but uh, maybe, just be maybe. vibes. No, but you're, you're misrepresenting this a little bit. Maybe he saw the qualities in Rebecca that she could be the therapist to get them past it. Maybe that's what it was. And it's if that's lot. the case, you were never getting any Rebecca. No, I mean, <laughs> I'd be curious to know how the rest of the night went. <laughs> How curious on a level of one to ten? <laughs> I, I can't go ten. Okay, like there's not too much information you can give us, Rebecca. So, sometimes, Get sometimes we want the resolution to this. <laughs> yeah, I like. I want to know about the morning. Oh, you know, are was you there, waiting like, for the morning? Was there a fry? <laughs> was there? Uh, did the row kick <laughs> off again? <laughs> you know, so Ma, are you going to give me that inheritance? <laughs> you know what? <laughs> What did you have to witness in I last did, night's clothes, Rebecca? I know, Rebecca? it was pretty phenomenal. I yeah, tell you, the I'd walk so. of shame would have been very different that day, I tell you. It's not the one you want. Like, you're still, you're still doing the walk of shame, but you're the one that comes out of it with the most dignity. I know. <laughs> like. <laughs>
<laughs> oh my gosh. It must be very crushing for a mother to see her son in such a state. The first time in three years with some <laughs> randomer. Uh, Leah Sheehan says, I once went on a lunch date with a guy and when I arrived, he was pissed. Oh. <sighs> Why do lads do this? Uh, he had been in a bender for three days and had all the signs of it. Mm. It was so bad that a lady in the pub came over and asked if I needed help. Oh, God, help us. Yeah, you need a friend to go out in the wine with and she was it. She was it. Oh. Uh, I had to put him in a taxi and drop him home. Needless to say, there wasn't a second date. No, That's... no, it's horrible. It's horrible. It's horrible because actually you should have the decency to at least appear sober. <laughs> What yeah, like hell? I understand that people are nervous. Yeah, but not for three but days. I've before. said it before, I'll say it again. Have you tried a Baraka? <clears throat> Leah, that's pretty full that, on. I'm sorry about that, Leah. That's yeah. awful. Men are desperate. Yeah, they We're are. Pathetic. But to be honest, women do it too. So I don't care what anybody says. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they yeah. do. Yeah. Brenda says once got stood up uh, in the days before mobile phones, stood outside the central bank for an hour mortification. Oh, that's God. Just... That's horrible, Brenda. That, I tell you, I, that happened to me. Right, it did happen to me. Life, it's. I honestly thought you did better. No, I was so shit at it. Excuse my French, but it was I was terrible, terrible. No, people didn't didn't want me grown. They were intimidated. I know. Let's hope that's what they were intimidated. Let's hope it was. But honestly, I just. But I remember I was dating this guy. He invited me to this footballing event and uh, was a big deal. And I said, yeah, I'd love to go. I think it was one of those impulse things he said and then discovered he'd prefer to go with his mates, but didn't didn't tell me that. So I sat on a wall thinking, where the hell is he? And with my usual stay in Paris, was there for about two hours (laughs) waiting for him. And um, I I never learned. Anyway, so I came away and my... Uh, Debs was coming up not too long afterwards and obviously he was oh. coming with me and I God, remember he ra- he rang me to say see what <clears throat> he should be doing first and I said you needn't bother turning up so I had fair chutzpah now I'm very forgiven right up to a point and then basically once you've crossed the line it's all over for you and basically I went and found somebody a week before my Debs to come with me just and I told him there'd be no hanky panky <laughs> I was raging honestly like I Two hours, I said. The more I hear about you at that age, the more I'm like, yeah, I can see. We wouldn't have been friends. <laughs> I'm just like, <laughs> what? What are you doing that face for? Intense, very intense. <laughs> I was, I was very intense. We are pausing for a moment to remind you that Agony Rants is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network. If you would like to support us and the show, you can become a member for as little as five euro a month, and in return, you will get bonus content from us and from all the shows on the Headstuff Podcast Network. To subscribe, head over to headstuffpodcast.com. Also, we're going to tell you about another great show. I only learned about it this last week. It's very exciting. It's called The Late Night Nod. I had a go. I absolutely love it. Love it. So it's coming out on the Headstuff Podcast Network. And please go check it out. Do. It's hilarious. The Late Night Nod features original music and improvised interviews with guests from a fictitious world of arts and culture. Each episode weaves a conversational thread through tales of inspiration, excess and heartache with some of the creative world's best-known personalities that you've never heard of. Join some of Ireland's most talented actors and comedians as they step into the world of the Late Night Nod. So we've got a problem. Uh, hi, Garode and Neve. Love the show. I'm a new listener. Mm. Garode, I saw you in the limelight in Belfast. I was one of the girls that came up from Drogheda and we said hi when you were leaving. 
Is it? I absolutely no memory of that. <laughs> was that as momentous for you as it was for her? All I would say. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> oh, oh, I do. I oh, actually, now you yes, say. Yes, now I do. Okay, you're yeah, back in the room. I do, yeah. Derfle, the chances are you're, you're probably recovering from the tummy bug that I had. <laughs> and I'd like to apologise for that. Um, don't do anything with the selfie. I look like death. Um, <laughs> the reason I'm emailing is I have just moved in with my new man before Christmas. Uh, we, are get, we are getting on really well, but last week he said he really wanted to get a kitten. Oh. He sounds like a keeper. Uh, the problem uh, is... To you. <laughs> I know, I know. Kindle, we love He's going to love that um, kitten more than The problem than is that we live in a rented apartment and I don't really like cats. And <laughs> I think, I don't think we have time for a pet. Uh, I really don't want to be a killjoy because he is so excited. But what do you think I should do? I've thought about trying to get him to change his mind and get a puppy instead. <laughs> That's a terrible idea. Uh, as it might not be so bad. It'll be worse. Uh, but he would have to do the walking and the cleaning. Dervla. No, der- Dervla. The innocence. Dervla, have you met Aaron? <laughs> because I... Dervla. No, 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 no. Okay, hold on a second. Right. It feels soon for a pet. I'm going to be honest I with know, you. Like, you two. I, I just want to say that, but yeah. straight in there with a hammer. It feels soon for a pet <laughs> for both of you. Very soon. I tell you, because yeah. you both have very different approaches to what this relationship is. Yeah. <laughs> and and also, new. no offense to you, and I, you know, I'm a dog lover, right? Cats are far more independent than dogs. So trust me. Oh, 100%. Trust me. Yeah, even I, though a kitten is cute and beautiful. If you're looking for a low maintenance pet, if you're not, if you're not ready for a pet, do not upscale to a dog because no. dogs need you in a way cats don't. Yeah, 100%. Dogs are essentially your... your <laughs> Come on, ter- be very think, careful here. Think of it in terms of it's a baby, but you're a neglectful parent. Yes, always. Okay. <laughs> you can never do enough I for think a dog. That's it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like you're you're a neglectful parent to a baby. Yeah, yeah. Um, a cat, you know, you can go away. <laughs> you know, you tolerate can, you. They tolerate you. They, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, no matter how much they love you, they'll, you know, rub, they'll rub off your legs twice a day. They might jump into your arms for five minutes and then literally they're like don't look at me as long as you fed me that's it as soon as they as I always remember uh, basically here in months if whenever a cat figures out how to feed itself you are like good luck oh yeah that's once they can open a can it's all over for you now what I will say is if the only reason that you don't want to get uh, a kitten is that you don't like cats well, that's a different conversation. That's different because I, I was somebody, I just, I was terrified of cats. Like I absolutely hated them. And the only reason I got a cat was to win an argument. <laughs> I, I don't that know, is the most, this before? that's the most Garode Farley thing I've ever heard. Yeah. <laughs> because I, I, maybe I haven't talked about this before. What happened was, <laughs> I'd said a few times that I'd love to like do animal fostering because like oh. animal fostering what happens is you you take them until they're old enough to be adopted yes no so I they're little, and they're, they're really cute and they're lo- lovely and they're teeny tiny and you just they're in and out and they're gone you know yeah. like you're not, they're not a permanent thing oh. uh, and I'd said it a few times and my boyfriend was like then I, I saw three kittens I was having a lonely day <gasps> I saw three kittens on the web on a website <laughs> and uh, I texted and said we should re- we should really do this it could be fun and I got a sharp I got a sharp text back oh. and the sharp text said uh, you always say this and you never do anything about it oh my gosh wow red rag well when oh, he came home three it was kittens. three kittens you took kitchen. all three yeah of course I did <laughs> <laughs> it's win the argument 
okay. teach a lesson. Yeah, but now this is not. And but, but but what I will say is, I I took them and I was terrified of them, mm. but within a day I it was you the were totally best in love. crack and I was completely in love. No. And, and then I never gave one back. Yeah, no, I get that. I mean, and it was a bit Sophie's choice for you having to pick one, right? Well, I picked the only one that liked me. Yeah. <laughs> much, much like dating. Yeah. It's much like dating. You yeah. pick the only one that likes you. Okay. <laughs> the only one that can put um, up with you. Yeah, but this, this isn't actually answering Dervla's conversation here. I get no, what you're saying. I'm, I'm, just, I'm just saying, though, that I get if, what you're if, saying. if the only reason she doesn't want to get a cat is that she doesn't like them, it's very easy to get the likes. Yeah, it's, well it, it does sound a little bit like that if she's all going straight to getting the puppy thing. Mm. But I still think it's a little early for a pet. It is early for a pet. And you know the one thing that would put someone off you, Dervla, <laughs> very quickly, oh. is if you got a cat that he wanted and you didn't, and you were a bit of a dick to the cat. <laughs> Just a bit. Because if I, I swear to God, if anyone, like if you have a pet that you love and anyone is a dick to it, yeah, it's nothing all over will put them. you off a person quicker. No. So I would say, if you don't like the cat and don't want to like the cat, yeah. don't get the cat. I, I say there's no need to rush it. Say, listen, we're doing well here. I'm enjoying the thing. Let's, you know, it's like, having a baby too early. Do you understand what I mean? It's like you need to give yeah. a bit of time for your own relationship to settle in because when you start looking after other pets or children around them, it, it kind of takes away from what you're doing. So I think, to be fair, I mean, because I know your your partner's been like bereft since Boots came into your life. You know, I think you definitely feel the space. <laughs> oh, well. well, I mean, we, yeah. we, we both know that the cat comes first. Yes, I know that. <laughs> like so, in our relationship. So I would say, Dervla, if I were you, I would say, it's not that you don't want to get someone, but you'd like to enjoy your relationship a bit longer before you actually bring a new life into it. Yeah, and also... And then he'll get a fright because he'll be thinking, when you're thinking about a baby, and then he'll be like, okay, I'm not ready for that. So let's take the time. <laughs> yes, actually, that's, that's the manipulation kicking See? in. Well, Make it very clear that him getting a cat is step one of you both having a baby. Oh, that's not quite what I was saying, but... Uh, but, no, I swear to God, he will pedal backwards so or, fast. Or he might go, yes, let's do that right now. And then freak Dervla out. You just don't know. It does sound like you've got a great one. He does, yeah. Like, uh, like anyone that likes animals. Love, yeah, anyone that likes animals. Or cats in specific. Yeah, I, I know, mean. You're such a, a man that gets excited about a kitten. Yeah. That's great. Yeah, but actually it's really lovely. It's it's just lovely that you're at that stage now. Where he's well, like, he's at that stage, Dervla. Yeah, but Dervla, if you're not there, then it's okay to say that. I well, think. I, I think what you could do is you could make the apartment the problem. Yeah. Right? Like, say things like the smell. Because there'll be a smell. You no, know, there's always a smell. There will be. Pets. Like, if you're using a litter tray, like, uh, now Boots uses the toilet because she's classy. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah, there if is. you're losing a litter tray in an apartment, that's, yeah, that's pungent. Yeah. Um. I, I think, like, let's forget about the dog. If I was moving from, you know, let's not get a kitten because it's too much work, I'd have been going towards the goldfish situation. Yes. Rather than rather than something that's going to need a lot of work. I mean, yeah. it, it almost sounds terrible like you've, you've grown up in a dog house. And I understand this is what happens when you when you grow up with dogs. 
cats are like this alien thing, you know, in comparison. I mean, if you think about it, Grodd and I always talk about the fact that we're like cat and dog people. Yeah. You know, but it doesn't mean that we don't like the other species, but we just, that, that doesn't mean we're going to live with them, you know. And yeah. I, I think, you know, if there's an element of that. So I it might just be that, but I just think you need to be clearer, the two of you, about why, I think just don't rush it. Don't yeah, rush it. Yeah, I would say sit down, have a chat. Yeah. And then what to do is just just put a delay on it. Yeah, give like it a just couple say, of months. Okay, maybe what we'll do is we'll move to somewhere that will be better. Yeah, for better suited for yeah, that. Yeah, better suited for that. Because, they, you know, even the cats, they need to be kind of, you know, out and about and Well, sometimes. do you know what, the thing about a cat is, right? Yeah. With a dog, yeah. the only thing I would say about having a dog in an apartment is you can train a dog. Yeah. You can say to a dog, you're not allowed to do this. You're yeah. not, you know, and, oh, and, yeah. and they'll get the message. Yeah. But a cat will just be like, Absolutely not under no circumstances. I'm sorry. I, I mean, I know you don't want me on the table, but unfortunately, this is where I like to be. So I'm going to be here every single day. And, so and that's your rule. It's like you. <laughs> that sounds your like rule. A, that sounds like a you problem. <laughs> no but it, it's, it's like I think the problem is not me being on the table. It's yeah. you not wanting me on the table. Yeah. So you need to. Deal so with you that. just need to get used to this because I'm going to be here every day. Yeah. <laughs> Dogs question what you want from them. Yeah, because they want to make you happy. Yeah, cats do not. <laughs> they don't care whether you live or die. <laughs> That's what you love about it, isn't it? It's kind of what keeps you me coming back for more. I know. Yeah. I know. Well, Dervla, I hope we've helped. Yeah, I hope we've helped. Stick a pot, stick a pin on it. Yeah. But also have the conversation with him. Yeah, I think and so. And do you know what you could do? What? Actually, my God, we hit on it. What? And we didn't even cop it. Foster. Foster. Oh, yeah. Do a foster. See how Try it feels. Try it for three weeks. Yeah. I'm telling you, kittens are adorable, but they piddle everywhere. Yeah. So, like, one, like... Have a go and see, see how it feels. See how it feels. I think that's a good, yeah, actually and, excellent. And make the decision. The decision has to be we're not, even if we're, we decide we're getting a kitten, we're not taking the first ones we foster. Is there a story there? Because then you get used to giving them back. Yeah. He's like, if given them back, and I'm going to take more. And it's oh. kitten season now, so. Oh, yeah, you've yeah, plenty of fostering. It's like lambing season. I'm so excited. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if we've solved Dervin's problem, but I feel I want another kitten. I know. <laughs> There we have it. I missed um, you so much last week. I'm so, so glad much. we're together. I know, we're back. Apologies yeah. for the missed week. Um, yes. Uh, it'll never happen again. It'll never happen again unless I get something really good. Um, <laughs> Keep well. <laughs> Take care and thanks for listening. Bye. This show is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network, a hub for the creative and the curious. Shows are produced in association with Headstuff and the Podcast Studios Dublin. Find out more or become a member at headstuffpodcasts.com. Being a parent can be really challenging. It's normal to feel uncertain about whether you're doing the right things to raise healthy and happy children. That's why Child and Family Resource Network focuses on connecting pregnant parents and those with kids under the age of five with free support services to help them build confidence in their parenting journey. Everyone deserves to have someone they can turn to for support with parenting. Visit childandfamilyresourcenetwork.org today. Being a parent can be really challenging. Child and Family Resource Network focuses on connecting pregnant parents and those with kids under the age of five with free support services to help them on their parenting journey. Everyone deserves someone they can turn to for help with parenting. Visit childandfamilyresourcenetwork.org today.